seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill Parmentier of W. Parmentier Photography. I am Justin of Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia with Custom Marketing. And together we make up the Marketing Marketing Essentials Essentials team. team. So today. All right. Jumping right in, we have a guest with us today. And our to- I, I'm going to go with the topic first, but we're going to be talking about crafting a compelling brand story for your business. And so for that, we brought in James Kwan. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. And James is the founder and president of Figments, which is a local Rhode Island-based company that helps businesses with their branding. So we, we brought him in as the expert, the resident expert. A little bit about James. Um, he has worked with brands, interactive solutions, and marketing strategies for startups to Fortune 100 companies. And some of the services that they've worked on or marketing services are everything from development of applications to lead generation and um, inbound marketing techniques. You want to share a little bit more about yourself, James? <laughs> yeah, sure. So um, that's that's pretty good. I'm always strange hearing your your own bio to you. Um, <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, I got to work across the Northeast, uh, mostly with big agencies helping launch big brands. So I worked on CBS.com in 2008. I worked on uh, some of the first mobile applications for Verizon at and uh, And I learned at these big agencies that it was really the combination of uh, understanding what's available to you technically, beautiful creative design and copy, and then a marketing strategy that actually brings it all together. And so I think that's why the three of you make a great combo uh, because you're able to bring all those resources together. And um, that's uh, that's what I felt was missing for small to medium-sized businesses. And so I left the agency world to, to start Figments uh, full-time. And we've, uh, we've had some fun uh, over the last few years. We've uh, got to do the City of Providence website. We did the City of Fall River rebranding. That was really fun if you, uh, for the listeners who know Fall River. It's a city in uh, Massachusetts, Southern Mass. And uh, their tagline before they met us was, we'll try. So, so <laughs> oh, Fall River, gosh. we'll try. <laughs> Who's um, the one that came up man. with that idea? Oh, was pretty gosh. bad. It Probably was, uh, the same person that came up with Cooler and Warmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, 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 uh, there's actually a really interesting history about uh, there was a fire and we'll try was like linking arms and becoming, you know, um, a cohesive camaraderie yeah it was terrible so it, yeah. it just did not translate that. what is the new tagline is uh, that- make it here like so it. yeah so fall river as a classic industrial manufacturing yes. city uh used to be called spindle city because mm-hmm. uh, somebody um uh, one of the first uh fabric and textile meccas Garments, of, yeah, yeah, yeah of the country um so you could still there's actually lots of companies still making really great textiles really great um things in Fall River. Uh, so make your stuff here. Uh, make it here as a destination. So triple entendre. Make Much it here better. As a, yeah, make it here as a destination. <laughs> yes. It's actually objectively beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful ocean, a seafront. The bridge, the Braga Bridge, beautiful. And then the uh, make it here, make your life here, make your future here. So. All right. So there's a little bit of a brand story already. They went from, eh, we'll try to make it here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can just picture the guy, how do we do a commercial for this? Huh? We'll try. I, if, if, if we... If we try was the winner 
I'm wondering what was on the list of things that they rejected. And we don't even care. I mean, was Fall River, lo- we're a city. <laughs> Fall River, there's worse places. You know, what, oh, yeah. it could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, that was one that, of the ones that, that we might. We have another podcast coming up called like Marketing Fails. Fails? Yeah, that they might, have, might yeah. make the list. That's a solid one. <laughs> so yeah. thanks for that yeah. little bonus content there. <laughs> Yeah, so getting to do uh, branding and uh, for municipalities, but also uh, small businesses, startups, uh, big companies. And uh, what's been exciting in the last two or three years, we've really um, have ramped up our own marketing and branding. And we actually rank, I think, on the uh, on page one for terms like brand strategy, which is huge because we get some requests from all over the world for, for wow. that. Testament to those, SEO right there. Those word, okay. uh, keywords, yeah. yeah, it's a huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we, you have quite an extensive strategy within Figments that is, it's your proprietary process, correct? Yes. For branding? And- it's, uh, it's stolen from some people, borrowed from some people and stolen from other people and then uh, crafted, uh, homebrewed, uh, part of it's crafted and homebrewed for sure. But uh, yeah, a lot of it, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. There's a lot sure. of it that we're borrowing from. I steal uh, from you all the time, James. Yeah, p- please do. Yeah. <laughs> You're my hero. Thank you. That, that, that. that explains a lot, Justin. Okay. <laughs> You're missing the glasses if you're really going for you, these, uh, these are You could have these. They're not. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they're mostly for UV protection, not for uh, oh, okay. uh, not for being able to see your pretty faces. <laughs> you might want to put those back on. <laughs> Just looked at you, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm still going to get hurt later on for this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I threw us way off track. So this proprietary uh, process that you oh, have yeah. for branding. Well, we, um, you know, we're borrowing a lot of it from uh, classics. Marty Neumeier, um, who's uh, who's amazing. The great uh, Don Draper, uh, who's awesome. And uh, yeah, so many. Uh, yeah, so many great ideologies and philosophies about how to tell story well um, and people who have done it well and, and we're crafting that. But yeah, I guess the, the philosophy really is, you know, most when I look at most companies, they often are just crossing their fingers and doing what they do uh, and hoping that they somebody pays attention to it. That's kind of the approach that most companies take out there. And uh, what we help clients do is to really consider uh, stolen from Simon Sinek, the start with why uh, philosophy. So Mm -hmm. most companies know what they do. They sell bottled water. They sell cameras. They sell um, computers. Good companies will talk about the process. So they'll talk about the spring that we bring you this water from or they talk about the service a lot of companies talk about how great their service is and the best companies will talk about why and when you when you really leverage and and care about the why well uh you are selling more than the products you're selling the brand so apple does this so well that it almost doesn't matter what they sell right uh they could put a car in that in that outer circle and that ring and say People will line up uh, to buy that car because people have really bought into the why. Uh, and Simon Sinek makes the argument that uh, even great movements like uh, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, they didn't, they didn't say, "Meet me on this corner. We're going to march." It was, "Here's what I believe. If you believe this with me, come follow me." Right? That's yeah. it's. Yeah. Um, I care about your thirst. That's why I found the best spring. That's why I bottled this water for you, and that's why we have it. Love it. So if that doesn't sum up as to why you need a brand sum- summary or a brand brand story, mm-hmm. that that just it's. It's so much more powerful than just talking about yourself. And yeah, we're here. We're a business. We sell goods. We sell products. Yeah. But as a small business, you don't always think that along that vein. You're, you're just trying to get the next thing done mm. when you're by yourself. So it's oh, yeah. to have somebody sit down to you and say to you, hey, look, why are you doing this? That can be a life changer just well, yeah. in, in the course of your business. We've talked about that before. Well, but. it's like the difference between saying, hey, we have a marketing podcast mm-hmm. and saying, we want to help small business owners that DIY their marketing mm-hmm. with some free expertise. 
mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that, that's more compelling than, hey, we have a marketing podcast. Yeah. It yeah. resonates. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, the, I've come to learn over the last few years that there's, uh, there's nothing wrong necessarily with not caring about the brand. My uh, my mom, who's been a um, a mentor of mine, she's a she's been an entrepreneur basically her whole life. She's had businesses um, that have come and gone um, uh, throughout the years, and she had a very classically uh, stereotypical fruit and vegetable store as a Korean immigrant. And then uh, then she had a sushi restaurant, then she had a deli, then she had wow. a, now wow. she has a barbershop. <laughs> and she absolutely does not care about branding. She you know and Maybe that's why the businesses haven't stayed around a long time. It's an interesting time. path, though, from like... It doesn't... Where did yeah, shop come out of all that? Yeah, if you knew her, it still wouldn't make any sense. So there's, you know, <laughs> it's not worth the time, probably, to go through the whole story. But there are lots of businesses. This is kind of a, a pretty novel today. You see, um, you know, I, basically every advertisement I get on YouTube is like, start your own Shopify business. And, yeah. and it's like, uh, you know, somebody who looks for a product online, how to do product research, and then you just post it on a website and then drive advertising to it. And there's no branding whatsoever, right? You're yeah. basically reselling these products and it doesn't, almost doesn't matter what the company is. And you could do that for a while, um, but those companies... Don't yeah. matter, right? Yeah. They're they're not going to exist later. So this is really uh, this is really targeted, or this brand philosophy is really for the people who care about the company's story and want to see that story continue for a while. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. I'm I'm just thinking as you're talking, like it, it's fun when you can get into the why. And so when you work with companies, how do you want to talk a little bit about your process and? How you really, I mean, I, I don't think in a 30-minute podcast we can hash out the whole process, yeah. but are there any key points or like starting places? Um, maybe people can you know, start to get their ideas together before working with someone like you. Sure. How do you typically go about that? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, when a client signs on, uh, this is something that we kind of invented as a as an agency out of necessity. Back in the day, when we would do websites and or video or logo, inevitably we would start with a kickoff and learn everything we can about the company and try to um, try to figure out what's worked in the past, what hasn't worked, what, um, who the competitors are. It, it was basically the initial strategy and the consulting, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and that would be the giant you know first three to four weeks of the project and they still didn't get a logo or a website and they'd be like james come on what am i paying you money for and so we uh broke out that process as its own uh as its own project and we we call that we branded it and called it journey line Mm -hmm. so uh, our journey line process starts off with that questionnaire a kickoff meeting uh we have a cool exercise that we go through to figure out the uh the brand ingredients so the keywords that that uh, kind of gravitate towards that company uh and then we do some marketing philosophy so uh marketing uh analytics and and measurements so we'll we'll look at um you know what their traffic is like, who their customers are now. We'll go validate some of the um, some of the thoughts with their existing customers and potential lookalike customers with uh, mm-hmm. uh, with audiences in Facebook and Google uh, Google survey. And then we'll analyze all that, and then we'll come back and, and give them results. And so that's what our typical process looks like. But I would say for anybody listening who wants to go through that, uh, one of the key components is something that we call the positioning statement. So this is a, a, an interesting who, what, when, where, why uh, of kind of breaking down the the story. And so I'm gonna. This is a cool exercise. I'm gonna share with you this positioning statement. I won't mention who it is, and then you can guess who who this positioning statement. Oh, is. I love guessing oh, games. Quiz time. All right, all right. Pay so attention, everyone. The only matter. The only motorcycle manufacturer that makes big loud motorcycles for macho guys and macho wannabes mostly in the united states who want to join a gang of cowboys in an era of decreasing personal freedom 
You guys ride motorcycles. It's too easy. It's, yeah. It's hard to yeah. yeah. So you can almost smell the leather, right? Yep. You can oh, yeah. feel the wind <laughs> on your See face. The beard. Beard. You, yep. Yeah, you can feel it. The, the leather vest, the sleeveless leather mm -hmm. jacket. So uh, a good positioning statement will have this same sort of effect that you read it and by the last line, it's nobody else. It can be nobody, nobody besides them, yeah. that one company. And this is really hard. You know, most companies don't talk about what's, what makes them unique. This is, uh, you know, straight from Marnie and Meyer. It's, uh, uh, they talk about what makes them admirable. You know, we're the, we're the fastest or we're the, you know, or maybe That's fastest is unique, but we're great or we're, <laughs> our <laughs> service is really good or, you know. Uh, yeah. But if companies were to look at that canopy and say, okay, well, there's space here. Nobody is talking about the, X, right? And I think Apple did this really well. If you think about when Apple started in the 80s, technology companies were all acronyms. They were all very technology sounding, yep. you know, um, IBM. And all of a sudden, was, Apple. And then <laughs> Apple, this fruit, right? <laughs> you would never think of this company that would name themselves after fruit to be so successful in, in the space. And it was absolutely the different company. It was absolutely the, um, you know, the unique unicorn in that, in that mix. And so, you know, that's one exercise that we go through kind of uh, uh, laboriously, kind of go through. Uh, now, how long is that process? Up. You said about four weeks it takes that process? For us, yeah. Journeyline usually is somewhere between four and six weeks, depending on um, the size of the company, whether the local, regional, national, um, and uh, what market that they're in. Uh, the more competitive the market is, the, usually the more research and the more we dig in. Yeah. It seems simple when you break it down like that, it's the who, the what, the when, the why, mm -hmm. or the where, or whatever, the components like that. It seems simple, but it's hard to hash that out. And even, I think it's just a little bit of creativity is needed. A lot of creativity is needed. And it's also hard when you're inside your own business. Sometimes you miss these like huge opportunities to craft a story that's going to resonate with your audience because you're so inside your business. Like you said, you go back to the the value, not the value, but more of like the, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. But you, you kind of miss the opportunity to, to craft a story when you're inside the business. It depends on what you're doing, mm -hmm. I guess. It depends on what the goals are. And I think most companies, I, I certainly started, I didn't start my business thinking I would start an agency. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I was also very kind of loose in how that happened. I was just selling and selling. And I was like, oh, I, I guess we could sell that too. And I think a lot of businesses start that way. They're mm -hmm. like, um, oh, you make great cookies or whatever and uh they're like yeah and i just need to make more cookies i need to sell those cookies i need to get that and then all of a sudden people hear you hear about you and know your name and then they're intrigued on where to get your cookies and then you've built this brand you don't you don't even know it right I don't know how you got there yeah yeah and uh mm -hmm. and then you're trying to reverse engineer you know getting mm -hmm. the branding to look the way that it actually is mm -hmm. um very few companies care about it in the very beginning and say we're going to start off and it's going to be like this. And I, and I don't know actually which way is better, to be honest, because, you know, you could, you fit, you might think that it's going to be a brand that resonates, uh, is similar to Uber or Apple, but I, I would not. say it would probably be a lot tougher in the beginning to do that. I mean, you just gave us that example of Holly Davidson. Yeah. Holly Davidson is a well-known company now. Sure. But if they had come up with that same statement at the beginning, <laughs> people would have gone, I have no idea who that is, or macho mm. wannabes. Yeah, look at these guys. Yeah, so I mean, well, I think with a company like Harley Davidson that's been around for a hundred years, you know, there's probably many permutations that they go through as oh, sure, regarding sure. their brand. But I'd say within the last twenty-five to thirty years, you know, what you gave us is pretty much what everybody pretty thinks accurate, of. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. for Harley Davidson, and you make a good point with branding. It's like every company has a brand. Whether they've accidentally backed That's into right. it, yes, or whether they've been, you know, proactive and actually crafted one, but the key point you made is 
is the brand you have the one you want? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell your story, somebody's going to tell it for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd tell it the way you want them to tell it. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So any so what would be another I mean I'm not asking you to do the whole process but another way that a business <laughs> like another step they could take no, yeah. <laughs> if you want the whole process James at the end well, is going to tell you how you just, can reach him just hire an agency <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. so easy yeah. well, that, that's kind of what I was getting at that sometimes it's you know it sounds like it's simple to do and then you're sitting there even when I am working on my own stuff like sure. it, it's hard to get that creative stuff out when you're not working with an agency. Yeah. I'll give, so um, shameless plug. We have a, uh, we have some guides that help you kind of think through this process. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the, uh, one of the things that Justin and Alicia uh, were looking at the 14 questions that mm-hmm. we would ask while you're crafting your own, your brand strategy. And it's part of our marketing mechanism to have great content that draws people in and then moves them through this funnel. Um, so to share with you some of the questions that we asked in that questionnaire that I think is really helpful is to think about, uh, this sounds so fluffy and marketing, that, uh, <laughs> like marketing fluff that, uh, that I hate, but it's really helpful. It's like, what animal would you be? You know, what animal would your company be or what car would your company drive or yeah. what music is playing in the background if you're, if you're celebrating? And so the one that I really like though on the list is if you were going to hire a celebrity to promote your yeah, brand, right. who That's would really you pick? Good. I yeah. think that, is a great psychological test. Sure. And it gets you, I think it gets you there pretty quick. I think all of those questions together immediately make up, it, it tells a story pretty quickly, right? So hmm. if I said, um, if I said, yeah, we're playing, uh, we're playing Born Free and we're watching Forrest Gump and we're driving a Volvo and we're, I don't know, and it's going to be Tom Hanks, right? I guess. Uh, <laughs> the, you immediately get the sense of what this brand is like. It's not Kiss, like having Kiss play at the <laughs> ceremony for this brand doesn't make sense, right? It, yeah, no, I'd be a little you, off. Yeah, so like that that feeling, that tone, I think, in uh, in my opinion, is one way that a brand can really start to distinguish themselves. So this exercise actually is really good. It wasn't in the questionnaire. This is uh, something that we use all the time. We call it the brand spectrum. So brands live between uh let's say one and ten but really there's no the numbers don't signify quality it's really just uh left and right right so one is soft friendly inviting caring human and then the cons of being a one are fluffy (laughs) cute uh unprofessional and then 10 is slick cool sexy cutting edge and then the cons are uninviting cold inhuman right and uh so to give you some examples i think life is good is a really good example of a one Mm -hmm. as a brand everything is handwritten very colorful um it's a stick figure as a mascot uh their their name of the company is life is good and that's the phrase that kind of permeates all of their brand kind of messaging and story not taking very seriously but guess what they make a lot of money right Mm -hmm. so it has nothing to do with their quality i think they're pretty high quality product but a very soft brand and then 10, a great example is Uber, in my opinion. Uber is a, a really good example because if they didn't have to have people, they wouldn't. You know, they, <laughs> it's like black and white, you know, uh, very slick, very cutting edge. Just waiting for those self-driving cars, right? Exactly, right. Mm. And, uh, and so almost inevitably, every time we asked this question, we took it off the questionnaire because we would ask it and everybody would say they want to be a five. They want to be somewhere in the middle. And, of course. Yeah. Uh, the problem is when you're in the middle, you're very washed out. And so it's very hard to make a splash in the middle. You have to spend a lot of money. I think Walmart's a good example of someone who's in the middle. They're not very 
clean and professional, but if maybe they may be just on the left side, but um, their competitor target is definitely on the right side of them, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Then you have Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. Star- Starbucks is on the right, Dunkin' Donuts is on the left, right? Mm-hmm. So this is kind of an interesting way too, as you plot out your competitors in the marketplace. Apple did this and they said, wow, you know, everybody is pretty much on the right side. And so there's nobody on the left side. And so we're going to be on the left. Um, but that doesn't mean on that spectrum that they're on, there are two or three, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two or three in the technology space, but there might be a six or seven in the, in the overall spectrum, right? So uh, that's, a, that's kind of a cool exercise to go through as well as you're thinking about your own brand. Is this washed out? Does this, does this stand apart when you put them against your other competitors? That's, that's kind of a neat uh, way to look at it. I'm feeling like I should be taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can You're just, recording this, right? Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'll do oh. That's your job, This is though. a branding master class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So can these brand stories, crafting a compelling brand story, does your company have to be a certain size? Does it matter the industry? Does it matter if you're local? Does it matter if you're national? Who needs a brand story? I, I'm going to say that most companies need a brand story if they want to be around for a while. If I like they, that. Yeah, if they, want to, if they want to make any sort of impact. If you are trying to make a quick buck and some passive revenue through advertising some Shopify store that sells... Dropshippers. Yeah, some dropshipping store. Does brand really matter? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Um, it happens a lot in my industry, especially when you're talking about wedding photography. Photography, sure. Photography, you have people that'll come in. I'm just going to go in and do a bunch of weddings and get out. I don't care about what my brand looks like. I don't care about, you know, I just want to go on to the next one, to the next one, the next one. And those are the, you know, the slash and burn type shooters that a year from now or two years from now, you don't even know where they are. They're, yeah. they're gone. Then you get somebody who is branded, Ann Gettys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know exactly what she does, and if you want that, that's who you go to. And yeah. even some wedding photographers, like I've, they'll oh, get yeah, flown out to do weddings mm-hmm. across the country because of their signature, you know, yeah, style. I, and yeah. I used to have a uh, next to a neighbor who was a Boston area photographer, and oh, yeah. he does some incredible work. Mm-hmm. But he's not one of those guys that's just going to hand you a disc of images and say, "See ya." Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to sit down and he's going to do the pre-consults. He'll talk with you through the whole process. The day of, he's going to make sure every shot is taken. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to let it go until that. Whereas there are some people, hey, I'll do your wedding for a hundred bucks. Boom, they come in and just spray and pray and take about a bazillion shots and hope that they got the shot that they want that you wanted. That's right. I think the signature is you said the word signature, which I think is really yeah. good. Is how does how does somebody know that that's your work, right? Mm. Exactly. And if it's really good, there's probably you're probably doing branding without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You're probably mm-hmm. you probably have some style or some some signature, some uh, special approach that makes you unique that you might not be uh, purposely trying to get out there. So a good example of this, in my opinion, is uh, uh, the restaurant kitchen. Have you guys uh, eaten? Yes. On Hope Street? On Carpenter. We tried going there once and they were closed. Yeah, yeah, what it was. yeah so he's kind of, uh, I hope he doesn't hear this, he's, uh, he's kind of like the soup Nazi of breakfast spots. <laughs> really? Because there's only like five tables, tables in yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. Um, he has like, if you get on his bad side, he just like doesn't answer you. He <laughs> literally says on the door, like, uh, we talk about you when you leave. That's what it's like written so on the door So there's truth post. to that, I guess, huh? Yeah. There, and, but it is the best damn breakfast I've had in a very long time. The bacon is a half an inch thick. Whoa. It costs like $4 per slice. Um, oh he makes a croissant French toast that is unbelievable. It's like grilled muffin. It's like, it's too good. But the mm. name of the restaurant is Kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. And there's five tables and there's not, there's no menu. There's just like a chalkboard, you know. Um, but his signature is his quality of food, right? And, and, and so the exclusivity of it. The exclusivity, yeah. yeah. So 
by accident, he probably wasn't thinking about branding, but by accident, he's created this kind of <coughs> exclusive, amazing brand. It almost sounds like love. his personality is really, really strong. And yeah. that became like, without him meaning to have that happen, it by default became his restaurant and yeah. became yeah. his brand. And like Justin said earlier, like you, everybody has a personality. Some people have a personality on purpose and some people have one by default. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think a lot of companies have a brand by default and mm-hmm. it doesn't really do anything for them. But so, so what do you do in a case of somebody that has a personality that's one way but want to be wants to be known in a different like caricature so to speak? Yeah, so it's I think it's similar to people if you have a if you try to put off a personality that isn't as untrue, yeah. I think it, it, it falls true. apart pretty quick, yeah. right? So you people have to be genuine. Start, people start to see that's through the reason it. I asked the question is do you try to dissuade people from going a direction other than what their true personality is? Uh, if there is a compelling argument in the industry space, uh, sometimes for our clients, we might tell them, hey, really interesting. You told me, like it wasn't on their list. Uh, so a good example is a company uh, that we actually hated working with, but this is a really good brand example, <laughs> is that um, they were the fastest in their industry, or not the fastest. They were, um, it was like the fifth or sixth or seventh thing of the list of things that they do well. They were like, we have a great customer service. We do this, this, and this well. Oh, yeah, and we do this pretty fast. Um, we're like, really? Fast is interesting because we heard from the general popu- the general populace that fast was really important to them. Mm-hmm. And so it, not a lot of people were talking about fast. So if we came out and said, we are the fastest or this is using us is going to get you to your solution faster, even though it doesn't need to be the fastest, right? We don't need to make a claim like that. It's just mm-hmm. fast. Um, that's a really interesting brand story that they can own because mm-hmm. it's somewhat true, and uh, it's a it's kind of a gap in the in the industry place. It's like, uh, um, do you guys watch Mad Men? I assume your listeners yeah. watch Mad Men. So, uh, what? Um, so uh, Don Draper when he said, uh, "This is a brilliant branding lesson." It was the uh, yours is toasted. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. It was the Lucky Strike. So Lucky, this was like uh, around the, the, they depicted the time when um, you know they were just finding out cigarettes are cancerous, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, what are we gonna do? How do we market this? And then Don Draper like brilliantly goes, Lucky Strike, we're toasted, you know. And they're like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> and what the genius of it is like everybody else's cigarettes cause cancer, but Lucky Strike is toasted. Like we we decided that we're gonna own that brand story <laughs> instead of trying to say oh we don't really cause cancer or ours is the least cancer giving right <laughs> ours is toasted they just like put your brain somewhere else and that's like the power of marketing um you know it's a it's a very dangerous weapon so you'll wield it carefully that's very true and you said that in that last example before madman that you gathered customer data or information i guess from a survey yeah, there are several um, several types of services that, that we do. We sometimes do focus groups. It's my least favorite one mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you usually have one really authoritative person who kind of controls that conversation, which really sucks. One-on-one interviews are really great. You know, it takes 15 minutes, um, call the person, get, get some feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is send out an email blast to your existing customer list. And so ask some, well, I call them burning questions. So you might have... Uh, 
are we, does it really matter if we're the fastest? Does it really matter right. if we have great service or we're the cheapest or we're the blah, blah, blah? Which matters most? And then make them choose. Uh, and then you could take that audience and do lookalikes uh, in Facebook or Google. Yeah. And then uh, like Google surveys, pretty inexpensively, you can kind of broadcast that question out and get people who are not your customers to answer those kind of questions. And doing all of those kind of gives you this kind of cross-section of really understanding what your customers want. Right. Again, you get that inside out perspective instead of just saying, yeah, this is what's important about who I am or what I do. And I think Justin and I had a pretty similar conversation the other day. You know, when you can survey your past customers or the, the general public, you sometimes are surprised by what people think of you when they think of your company or what they're looking for. Right. Yeah. Right. So. And I think most people go out thinking that they know what their brand is best. And the reality is, doesn't matter what you want you're not your customer (laughs) right so go ask your customers go get some objective feedback objective data you must have run into that challenge uh, in the people that you've worked with where you know the the cmo or the ceo i know what our customers want i know what our customers need and and when you actually do the research you find out they are absolutely wrong (laughs) (laughs) well okay so rarely are they 180 degrees wrong um you know they're they're a lot of times 90 degrees wrong 90 <laughs> degrees yeah a lot of times sometimes sometimes you know they're like this is what matters to our customers and we ask them and we're like would you mind if we asked do you do you think it's valuable for us to ask otherwise we'll go we'll do that thing i mean we're still a service business so we're like sure you want us to run with that thing that you think is going to work fine um, except if you're fall river then you need a change <laughs> It just reminds me of a quote that Malcolm Gray used to say. It's like, you have every right to be wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, if you want us to do this, we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, and so um, a fair amount of times, their assumptions are one direction and the truth is the other direction. But very seldom uh, are they hard-nosed about it. Very seldom do they put a stake in the ground and say, I, you don't need to test. I know it's going to be X. Oh. You know? More more often than not, they're like, yeah, test, you know, whatever, whatever is going to get the best results is, is what I want more. Sure. That's usually what I hear. Right. Yeah. So that's a lot of information. And there's <laughs> obviously more information that is part of the process of crafting your brand story. It's not like I, you know, like James said, they do this day in, day out for their clients and it takes them four weeks. So it's not like something you can sit down and <laughs> right. do overnight. So that, that kind of makes the argument for bringing on professionals. But I think that you do make some really great points um, You know, if you're looking to get started. If you're starting a company, maybe it's not time right away to go into the whole branding process, but start thinking about it at least. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and if you visit James's website, I'm sure you can get more information. Or Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> What's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you? Yeah. yeah, lots of great content on figmints.com. That's fig, like the fruit, and mints, like the candy, M-I-N-T-S.com. We're actually coming out with a class, this journey line kind of uh, program that you can take. It's Ooh. in development, and it'll be kind of a video series of me. We're trying to create digital content that we can uh, also nice. uh, sell. And, Will that uh, launch soon? Yeah, hopefully in the next three to six months. Uh, so by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be um, close, pretty close. Pretty mm-hmm. close, yeah. Nice. Um, so uh, maybe we can give your listeners some sort of uh, discount. Or That'd be we'll great. We'll come up yeah. with like a secret code for them, a yes. bonus code. Cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely. For email subscribers only. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to subscribe to our podcast to get that. Secret. Exactly. <laughs> Got to make it worth, worth their while, right? <laughs> and so. can they find you on social media as well? Or yeah, the absolutely. Best way? What is the best way? Um, I guess, I guess 
my email is pretty good and okay. if they reach out that's uh that's a good way i'm not i'm the, the worst on twitter and uh <laughs> I've, i use it just to like get points for other things like share this on twitter <laughs> and get points. um that and trolling right yeah uh i'm terrible at, at twitter uh instagram's pretty good Quan jam is my instagram and then uh uh yeah tw- uh, linkedin is is solid jam Quan j-a-m-k-w-o-n awesome yeah and we'll post all these links um in the we have the podcast notes that go yes. along with our podcast, so you'll be able to find James that way and more information about the, the crafting the compelling brand story that you need to succeed. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, James. And with that, um, I guess we're done for the day, and yep. we'll say see you next podcast. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today, and as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts, and you can also... Find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook in our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.